Well, hello there. It is so good to be back with you again this morning. I tell you, this has been an amazing week talking about he, him, Holy Spirit, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I welcome you. I thank you for rising up early this morning and joining me as we cover, not in depth, because there's so much more. You could talk about the Holy Spirit for years and never um, reach the fullness of what the Spirit of the living God is for us. So I've just tapped into it a little bit, hopefully to spark your interest for you to learn more about He and Holy Spirit. And so I am going to um, finish talking today about the discerning of spirits. Oh my God. We talked about the Holy Spirit and the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit and how they are broken up into three different categories. And those categories are the revelation gifts, also the power gifts, and then the vocal gifts. And so we've been going into a little more detail about the um, the power gifts, the the um, the revelation gifts. And so I am going to finish that up today, and we'll see what God has for us tomorrow. So I want you to go get. Bible, paper, and pencil, and let someone know that I am on the air. Don't think, oh, I know about the Holy Spirit. I don't need to hear anymore. Let, come here. Come here. Let me tell you something. There's so many people who don't understand. Um, a lot of churches won't teach about the Holy Spirit because they're afraid that they're going to run the people away. Oh, my God. Well, the way you do that or prevent that from happening is teach them about it because people run from that which they don't understand. And we are supposed to be living examples and to help individuals understand the motive of the Holy Spirit and why the Holy Spirit is here on earth for us. He is the God on earth. And so it gives me great pleasure and honor to um, voice and be a vessel to really talk about he, him, Holy Spirit and the benefits, oh my God, the benefits of having the Holy Spirit. And today we're going to cover a whole lot more of the discerning of spirits. And let me tell you, we need it. I need it because the enemy is out to kill to steal and destroy. And we don't want that to happen. And the only way we can prevent that from happening, and that's that we learn more about his motives and how he operates in the lives of the believer or tries to operate in the lives of the believer. So I had quite a few scriptures for you and some notes that will really help you and things that you can meditate upon this week on the rest of the week, uh, over the weekend, and um, get a better understanding. Okay, um, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just praise you and we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for the manifestation of your word. We thank you for clear understanding. We thank you for the manifestation of he, him, Holy Spirit. We thank you that our eyes are open, 
our minds are alert and our hearts are receptive to receiving what your word says about the spirit of the living God. All right, I will be right back with you. ready, please do share this message. Just because you know about it doesn't mean everyone else knows. And I'm going directly from the word of God, talking about he, him, Holy Spirit, and the benefits of the Holy Spirit and what he has for us as a believer. Amen. And so um, we're, first, I want you to make this notation because it's very, very important. Let me give you a definition so that we're all on the same page. It's nothing like opening up a book and you're in one chapter and someone else is in the middle of the book in another chapter. I want us to be on the same page. So I'm going to give you a definition as to what I perceive and what is noted about the Holy Spirit. So here we go. It's the ability to recognize, to identify, and distinguish between various kinds of spirits that come forth. That's right. That come forth, that confront us. And so that's why we need the discerning of spirits so that you can recognize, you can identify, and you have the ability to distinguish one spirit from the next. That's not going around sitting in the church when someone walks in and say, oh my gosh, that's a demon. Look at the way she's dressed. No, remember, and I can't stress it enough. God looks at the heart, but man looks at the outward appearance. Young ladies, I've been there before I got married. Every man that came in, I looked at his hand. If he didn't have a ring on it, I would say, oh, he's for me. He wasn't for me. He wasn't for all them other women. There are churches that when the pastor got married, oh my God, all the women left the church. A lot of the women left the church because they were operating in a spirit of deception. They were being deceived. They were being bewitched. And so we need to recognize and understand. And so cry out and ask God, God, I need this gift in my life like none other. You know, you wonder why. And sometimes the gift is already in operation and we don't recognize, we don't realize that the gift of discernment is operating in our life. And sometimes you, you, you may wonder why you just, mm, for some reason or another, just don't want to be around this individual. Um, maybe it's because something in your spirit is picking up something about that person that you really don't need to associate yourself with. 
you don't need to be around them. So you have to be careful. And I decree and declare that if you are operating in that gift, that you that gift becomes more sensitive um, and you become more sensitive to the motive and the operation of that gift. And if you desire it, I come in agreement with you that that gift will be awakened in your life so that you can profit from it, that you will not be deceived. Remember, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he does that by deceiving us um, to make wrong decisions. But we want to make correct decisions, my God. So let me give you that definition. And if you're on the line, if you'll make comments and put this information down, um, definition of discernment of spirits is the ability. It's a supernatural ability that you have with inside of you. Let me tell you, it's good when you're, when you're coming up, um, when you're getting ready to sign a contract. You need the discerning of spirits. Sometimes there's an unction in your spirit. You feel an uneasiness. Um, some people call it, I got to check in my spirit. What, however he operates from you, you need to pay attention to it. What is that check that you have in your spirit? Amen. So it is, once again, the ability to recognize, identify, and distinguish between the various kinds of spirits that confront us. And there are a lot of different spirits, let me tell you. There are a lot. And we only, we only touch on a few. We're only, you know, we only mention a few spirits, but there are so many um, demonic forces that are out there in the atmosphere, and you need to be able to recognize them when we are confronted with them. And the purpose of this gift is to lift up the veil that covers the unseen spiritual works. You hear what I said? You know, we've been wearing masks, but they're invisible masks that people are wearing. They're invisible veils that people are wearing, demonic forces that are wearing, and we don't recognize it. But this gift, my God, uh, is to lift up the veil um, that covers the unseen spiritual world. You know, I say many times, and many, many instructors will tell you that things happen in the spirit realm before they happen in the natural. You know, last year, um, we prayed for 365 days. My God, you said, well, big deal. Well, it was an assignment. And I believe it was an assignment for us to combat and come up against what was going to manifest itself or attempt to manifest itself in the natural. And so we prayed uh, for 365 days. What a task. It was powerful. It was anointed. It was informative. And guess what? We were humbled in our spirit as a result of it. So it lifts up the veil that covers the unseen, the unseen. Things happen in the unseen world first, and then they manifest in the natural. So that's why we need to come up against the unseen things. We need to pray in the spirit. 
God gave us the authority and the power to be able to do that. And guess what? We just ought to do it because you wonder why so many things are happening because there's so many of us that are not praying in the spirit. And I just pray and decree and declare that there is an awakening amongst the body of Christ, awakening up against those that are not praying in the spirit, that they will have a hunger and a thirst. And the churches will begin to teach about the person of the Holy Spirit. That person, they say, oh, we don't want to teach you because it's going to scare the people away. Hello, you're talking about scaring away the, the third Godhead of God, the Holy Spirit. You, you're scared they're going to run away from God. It's only because they don't understand my God. And so it enables us to see as God sees. Woo! Let me take on my glasses. It says it enables us to see as God sees. God sees in the spirit realm. You have the ability to see in the spirit realm. God will show you things in the spirit realm. And when he shows you those things, you have a decision. You have a decision to intercede and pray against it, to bind it and loose. Remember, we pray from a heavenly perspective. We don't pray from earth to heaven. We sit in the heavenly with Christ Jesus. And so guess what? It enables us to see as God sees. I took off my glasses because, you know, God has 20-20 vision. He can see. Um, I'm here on earth. I need to have... Some, some glasses to help my vision. But when I'm seeing in the spirit, my God, I don't need glasses. I see clearly and God will inform you. He will instruct you. You're able to identify and see what certain things are. And that can also be found in 1 Samuel 16 and 7. Look it up. Look it up and see. To protect us from deception. I've been crying out, God, don't let me be deceived. Let the spirit of um, discernment come forth. Don't allow your daughter to be um, deceived. I don't want your people to be deceived. That's why um, the Holy Spirit has me teaching on this subject, because he doesn't want you to be ignorant. He wants you to be informed. He wants you to know what's coming down the road. He wants you not always to have hindsight um, to see something after it happens. You don't want to see after it happens. You want to have foresight. You want to know about it before it happens so you can embrace it or you can combat it. You can come up against it. That's why we're soldiers in the army of the Lord. Guess what? Instructions are given to us. There are so many weapons of our warfare that we are not utilizing, my God. And we need to utilize those gifts. And so it protects us from being um, deceived. Sometimes Satan appears as an angel of light. Woo! We think it's all good, but it's not good. It's an angel of darkness. It's a, he's an angel of life. He is appearing to us to be, oh, I'm your good friend. This is happening. That's happening. And guess what? It's Satan. 
He's there to deceive you, to pull the rug from up underneath you so that you can fall into a deep hole. It enables us to diagnose problems. If there's a problem and you are counseling, you're ministering to people, you're praying for people, it enables you to supernaturally, remember I'm talking supernatural um, abilities to be able to diagnose the problem. And that is so important for us to do it. You know, when I, if I'm, when I'm doing a meeting and I'm praying for someone and in praying for them, they tell me, oh, if my back is certain, will you pray for my back? I like to tell people, don't tell me what your problem is. I'm going to depend on the discerning of spirits to be able to help me to diagnose what the problem is. That is the um, um, evidence of what the underlying cause is. What is the underlying cause? Your kidneys. And so while I'm praying for your back, your kidneys are not being affected. Your kidneys are not being taken care of because it hasn't been properly diagnosed. I remember when um, years, years ago, I don't even remember how many years ago it was, but nonetheless, it was years ago. I was having excruciating pain in my back. Oh my God. I thought I could climb the wall. The pain was so bad. And I ended up going to the emergency room because the pain was so bad. And they did all kind of tests that were possible to take to try to find out what was causing the pain. Well, um, it wasn't, um, there was something wrong with the disc and, and they gave me um, steroids to put in my back to help the disc to level it out. But while they were doing the test, they discovered that I had cancer. My God, pain is not always bad. <laughs> My God, if it had not been for the pain, I wouldn't be sitting here today. So when they um, found out what was causing the pain in the back, they fixed it. But then they discovered there was something else wrong with me. And that was that I had cancer. Hallelujah. I thank God for the pain. It came and it passed. Praise God. So we have to understand that. So um, it enables you to diagnose the problems, the gift of discernment is not just for you to look around and see who's the demon in the church and who's walking in the church, but I want to cover a couple of other things with you about um, some of the different types of spirits, discerning spirits. There's the spirit of God in first and John 1 and 32, and it says, and John bore witness saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. And so that was the spirit of God. And then in first in John 1.51, there's uh, uh, an example of the angel. And it says, and he said to him, I'm most assuredly, I say to you, hereafter you shall see the heavens open up and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the son of man. So that is a, a second type of spirit. 
um, of the um, of God. And then the third one is the one we definitely want to know about. And that's in Acts 16 and 16, which talks about the demons. Yes, there are demons. Don't be deceived and think that there are not. There are demons. And verse 16, it says, now it happened as we went to pray that a certain slave girl I'm possessed with the spirit of divination who brought her master much profit by fortune telling. So there are spirits of divination. You never want to fall into a spirit of divination. Now there's a word of knowledge that go forth. That is not the spirit of divination. And that's why I said yesterday, um, those gifts are not for us to profit from, but to be a blessing to help others grow and mature and to be protected and not allow them to be deceived by the spirit of divination, by lying spirits. There are a lot of lying spirits out there. And so you want to be careful. So I want to encourage you to meditate upon the spirit of God, the spirit of angels, the spirit of demons. And then there is the human spirit, my God. And you want to be informed about each and every one of these spirits. And this human spirit, Jesus saw in, in um, 1 John 47, it says, Jesus saw Nathaniel coming towards him. And he said um, of him, behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom um, is no deceit, my God. So the human spirit, he reflected on and identified that there was no deceit. Wow. This has been good. And, you know, I'm just about out of time. And I hope those that have watched this are listening, make comments on it, share it with someone else. I, this is, I, I just tapped on it. I just tapped on the information about the different spirits. The um, spirits of um, of lying and the spirits of discernment. My God, I just tapped on it. But you want to go to do an in-depth study of it. Remember, I said, I can't teach you anything, but I can, my God, cause you to think. So hopefully this information has caused you to think and, and stir up your curiosity to want to know more about it. Don't run from what you don't know. Face it head on. Head on. People are always saying, um, if you're afraid, do it afraid. Push into it. Don't run back. Guess what? God gave us no armor for our back because he did not intend for us to turn around and run. And he wants us to be able to stand. He wants you to be encouraged and know about what the spirit of the living God is saying, my God. So do you understand about the spirit and the gift of discernment? We talked about the nine different gifts. I'm just going to mention to you again what they are in the three different categories of those gifts. There's the revelation gifts, my God, very powerful gifts that God has given to the body of Christ. And so, and then there are vocal gifts. Let me get all my notes together here. There are the vocal gifts that he has given to us. 
and then the power gifts. You need to know the category. Seek God because he's given each and every one of us a gift that we can operate in so that the body of Christ will not be walking around aimlessly like they don't know where to go and what to do. But we want to empower each and every one of those that are a children of God so that you will not be deceived, my God. All right, well, um, this is it for the uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit. We'll see what God has in store for us in the upcoming days. Share this message with your family and your friends. Remember, I love you, but God loves you more. All right, have a blessed and wonderful day today.